Good morning, guys. Yes, today is a morning episode, a breakfast special, if you will. A uh, couple reasons why I'm doing this, because no, I'm not a morning person. Um, mornings suck. I become better at being a morning person, but it's really a necessity. You get older, and then you have to just... I mean, it's, it's sort of a cliche, but it's true. You just wind up having to work at a job, and you have sort of a, a schedule to mold yourself around. And I've actually been fortunate. There's a lot of flexibility, but you eventually do have to just do things in the day and go to work and stuff. And then if you want to have time to yourself or just time in general, you have to, like, wake up early or go to bed late or, you know, you find the time. Anyway, but today is the drop for the Avengers 4 trailer. Um, 9 a.m. Uh, I'm not sure time zone-wise if that actually means 9 o'clock where I live, but it's probably an hour or two ahead or behind. But I wanted to be up this morning, catch it early. Uh, I'm not a trailer person. You, you've you've really seen that if you watch the show regularly. Um, I find trailers, uh, I don't know, they kind of ruin a lot of the movie and in a lot of... Ch- it doesn't necessarily ruin the movie as a film-going experience, but it takes away shock, surprise, and often like delight of things that you find out about the movie before going in. And obviously, I think it was like movie fights uh, had they mentioned once Castaway, which is, in my opinion, I've always thought the the worst trailer job ever. Because yeah, they do fucking ruin that he gets off the island. Why would you do that? You, he could have died there. That's fine. That would have been a great like. It would have been a different kind of movie. But that would have been a great movie. But no, trailers uh, they don't really know how to do them nowadays without ruining stuff. So I try to avoid them, except the very first trailer that releases for any movie. Because I am part of that. What are they? Hashtag no trailer life. But I I need to see the first one. I need to see what I'm what I'm looking at here. Like. And I don't go on anything with that. That, in my heart, that tells me if it's promising or not promising. But I'm not going to be like, oh, I look bad. I now will not see the movie or anything. Like I know some people are a little ride or die with how it first turns out. But no, I, I love the Avengers as any I don't know sane person should. I mean, I, I've talked at great length in earlier episodes about how uh, special and emotional even seeing the first one in theaters. Just the memory of that. Um, like lining up with my friends and people I went to see it with and kind of costumes like 10 hours beforehand because that was technically before you could, you know, buy your seats as easily. And so it was, yeah. Avengers is amazing. It's, it's like an institution. And this is definitely not the last Avengers, but in, I think, the collective hearts and zeitgeist, it will be the last Avengers that is akin to the the other ones. They could make 12 Avengers movies, but Avengers 1 to 4 is will always be that. I mean, they can call the new the literally like the New Avengers or West Coast Avengers or um Young Avengers or I don't care. But if it ain't got my boys Chris's and Rob, then like it's not, you know? And it's just not going to have them. And that's the the worst part is a Captain America fan I'm going to lose. Um like the shining light of the franchise for me. And uh, Chris Evans is awesome. And I think that him leaving, even though the comics give a lot of room for uh, Falcon or Bucky taking over in the role, which I'm okay with, both have uh, kind of 
cool things they could bring to it. But cinematically, it just it's got to be Chris Evans for the role. He's just he's nailed it. He's great, and it's really hard to see someone else doing it. Certainly in the same quality. I also kind of want to see him become a little funnier, though. I think in uh, the, his first movie and a little bit of the second movie, there was a lot more humor to Captain America, and then uh, it's sort of been squashed out, I guess, with the seriousness of tone and everything. Um, anyway, so that's going to drop. I have no speculations whatsoever. I have not listened to any of the bullshit YouTube and various um, theories. and I don't care. I think good directors and screenwriters are good because they're able to write something that the average person cannot just like guess. So I like to let them tell me the story. Uh, so I will be going into it blind. I will make a video... It's a Friday today. <laughs> I think for a minute. It is a Friday today, so I will probably make one over the weekend or a Monday or something, and I'll tell you what I think about it. it definitely, I would bet folding money that it's going to be overwhelmingly positive. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so that's reason one of why I'm up. Avengers coming out soon or out. I don't know. I really need to get some time zone information. <laughs> um but that old standby, Fortnite, is on the docket because, holy shit, this game actually managed to like one-up itself in a way that really impressed me. So I have like three things in a video game that just make me like really love the game. And it's like, it will, is, is a quantifiable effect, it, it will let me replay the game for like 100 plus hours versus a game where it's like 10 hours and I can beat it and not care. So if it is flying, specifically like vehicular flying in combat that's open world, I'm fucking all over it. I mean, games that just let you, as a travel method in a in a non-restricted way, fly around, and specifically if it's like an airplane or a, you know, jet, I don't fucking care. That's fun as hell. I love it. You need bows and arrows. That's my number two. Like any game that has archery as a, as a device, but also with like, tasty bit of ragdoll physics thrown in there, so, like, you know, you people that you shoot stick to walls and stuff, and, like, the arrows are actually, like, lodged in them, and the good shit, you know. Uh, any game that has that, man, I could just, ugh, fuck, thing comes to mind, I mean, it, like, from Half-Life 2, with that, like, hot crossbow, the girder crossbow, to, uh, Turok obviously was great. Uh, Vermintide's got a bow; it's wicked. Uh, Skyrim, obviously, I'm missing like a huge portion of like the hundred plus bows in that one. Uh, and good melee combat. So those are my three. And Fortnite, congrats, you did uh, number one. They, of course, aren't listed in any kind of order of importance, but. Uh, Fortnite added a airplane, and that sounds like a really small, insignificant thing, and I guess creatively that probably is. I could have told you that from the get-go. <laughs> Maybe, like, add something there, but it is so much fun. It's uh, such a small addition, and uh, it completely changes a number of things in a great way. So the thing, uh, it's like this heavy, I would say, 1930s to 1950s fighter aircraft, like a very sort of, um, you know, a single, what is a propeller, uh, nose up, aluminum 
fight craft. I don't know. It looks like it could be of mixed uh, national origins from the design. Plus, a bunch of people's are colored. Uh, that's a feature I'll get to in a minute, or they're wrapped, I should say. But anyway, these things are great. They're like very hardy, and they have the ability to boost. And much like the ATV, when you boost, you're able to just clear through buildings and just smush walls and stuff. Very satisfying. So you have just <laughs> the ability to fly indiscriminately now, which is awesome. In the game before, the closest you would get to flight was gliding, or jumping. I mean, you could launch yourself really high, and then you could glide, and that's it. But just the ability to sit in a comfortable vehicle. Like, I'm, I'm hands off my controller right now. I've, I've angled it in such a way that he's in a steady flight path. And it's just a plane. I'm able to unleash a very heavy, like, 50 cal barrel machine gun at my enemies, which is great. Um, I think it does, like, 30 damage a shot. Uh, I've knocked a lot of people out with it. Um, and the more satisfying thing is it lets you tangle with other people in airplanes. And I got to tell you, like, it's fun as hell, man. I had, like, pretty much I got home at 5, and I'm like, oh, new season, I got to check this out. And, like, at 11 o'clock, I was still, like, jonesing to, to keep going. And I just spent the entire time starting a match, landing at the newly introduced Frosty Flights, which is an airstrip in the southwestern corner of the game. Sorry, I was, I was not looking at the map. I was trying to remember that offhand. Southwestern, I think. Yeah, it's just a single lane uh, strip airport, and then there's like some buildings you can spar in, and there's obviously good loot scattered around, but there's three of those planes on the runway and an additional two in the hangars. So if you get a good game... You know what? I was going to say good duos. Right? Like, if any game I've done, solos, squads, duos, anytime people are always landing there, there's always enough people to take the fucking jets and still leave you behind and not have a jet. But when you look up, it's really cool. Like, I've been, most of the time, I'm, it's not a brag, but most of the time I'm successful in taking the airplane. I love that shit. Um, I, like, like a surgeon, I mark on the map where I'm going, I land, I take it. I don't rush the guns. I think that's the mistake a lot of people do. They're like, oh, I need to get a gun and some loot before I fly. Like, no, it's a fucking airplane. Once I'm out of here, I can go anywhere the fuck I want and then get guns. So stealing the plane that way was, was my recommendation. I don't want to see a bunch of people start doing it and then it's ineffective, but don't get the gun first. It's not like other loot in Fortnite. Like, the plane is self-sufficient unto itself. It has a gun, and it can fly you anywhere. And that early in the game, nobody's walking around with, like, gold quad-barrel rocket launcher. <laughs> Sorry. So I'm playing it right now, and of course I'm in a plane. And uh, I'm just, like, flying around over the battlefield, strafing people. And, like, this teammate out of nowhere, like, parachutes into my propeller and smashes into the plane and then jumps in that way because he, like, stopped it so it let him get in. And the plane just <laughs> kind of sinks. So now I got a wingman. It's, it's nice. Um, yeah, this plane is, at the very least, given me so many really fun combat situations. And that's really what, what I'm trying to say with it. Is that it's a very fun little activity, and in two weeks I'm sure everyone will be like tired of it. The same way with when golf carts first came in. I was like, oh my god, it's a vehicle. Like, yes, it's flying, but... I mean, essentially, you could travel that way or that quickly before, so it's just the, the aesthetic of it. But, um, no, they're amazing. They're such a treat. So I've had, like, 
full-on dogfights where I'm taking on four other people in airplanes, and this is not a brag, but... Okay, last night, because very rarely does my wife have the patience to, like, sit down and be watching Fortnite, but she was watching, and I'm like, look, when I, like, say I'm good at piloting planes in a game, like, that's that's hearsay unless I can show you this. So I'm like, okay, let me just... So, season started that day. Everyone has exactly the same amount of experience. So, I play for the second time, and I, like, steal a plane, like, methodically, like, I know exactly where to go, how to take it before the other people, and I outpilot these four fucking other people, and I destroy their planes. Like, through, I just spent a lot of the day at work, like, wikipedia and World War II airplane tactics, which was a really funny coincidence, but, um, I just, you know, you're just doing all these things, like, tight, uh, turns to gain extra speed on people, not firing until you actually have a good enough stream of shots, so a lot of people are, like, chasing you around and, like, oh, firing full barrel and all of it's missing except, like, the one shot or all of them are missing except literally the last shot, which means they just, like, they're, they're firing way early. You know, you just... <laughs> you have people who have no idea how to do it. It's not complicated, but it's very similar just real-world flying principles. If you find a drone or anything, you just you take corners sharply you raise yourself up high so that you can get a clear field of vision. And it's so funny. I had these four people, and, like, they're circling like sharks, and we're exchanging shots. And, I mean, the airplane can take out other airplanes very slowly. 30 damage per shot, and I think there's, like, 800 health on them. I don't know. Don't quote me. But it's slow. I've, like, had extensive dogfights with people and, and, you know, unloaded full clips into them three or four times, and they're still, <laughs> still going at it. Uh, It's very fun because it is a fortress that way. A lot of health. It can smash through buildings. You can actually land it on the ground. I'm so used to this weird, like, Battlefield Grand Theft Auto-esque, like, planes are really papery and they'll explode. Like, this one's a fucking tank. I've landed it on top of people. I have smashed... Like, my favorite is I treat it like a bird of prey, less like a a military jet. Like, I boost around and and kind of swoop around, and I just smash into people because... uh, the map changed in the in the south. It's sort of polar and arctic now. And there's a lot of mountain combat. Mountain, you know, like, what is it, alpine combat? It, it's fantastic in, in the way that fall damage is uh, a huge thing that you can exploit. So setting up traps where people can't see things because of the uh, dips in the snow, uh, traveling along low ridges in the mountains to stay invisible... Uh, boosting off the mountain in, like, ATVs. There's a lot of stuff that you can specifically do, and it's nice. Uh, like, 30% of the map is now snow, ice, and mountains. As a fucking Canadian, I'm extremely excited about that because uh, I love <laughs> winter. You know, it, I, I don't, of course, want any kind of war to be realistic, but I, I would definitely volunteer to be in, in part of the war that's happening in the North Arctic parts of the the front I don't get cold very easily, actually. I wear t-shirts most time of the year. And here it gets to, like, minus 20, 30 in the winter. I, I obviously wear a jacket over my t-shirt, but, I mean, like, I'm not... You see people dressed with, like, two pairs of socks in their boots and, like, a long johns under their jeans and then, like, a t-shirt under a shirt, which is covered by a hoodie and, like... You know, it's just wearing, like, jeans and t-shirt that I would wear all year, but throwing the jacket on. It's, again, uh, I just, you know... Not only that, I, I find it very beautiful. I think nothing is prettier than when everything's like dusted in white snow and there's beautiful Christmas sort of magic in the air. We go 
ham for for Christmas in Toronto. So much like you see in all the movies in New York, we try to emulate that, and we really just are all about Christmas as much as we can for December until what's the cutoff? I guess <laughs> January second. Then we're all done. But no, I think it's beautiful. Uh, winter's really pretty, and uh, I like. I mean, a lot of this is mountainous. That's uh, unrealistic for me to relate to that because Toronto really doesn't have any mountains. But existing amongst ice and snow and extremely hostile conditions, this is sort of what I was explaining. Um, I'm in an airplane again. I feel like a lot of the time I, I don't give you guys the full enough picture, and for the whatever amount of dedicated people listening, who thank you, silent majority, you guys are fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I don't use I don't mean to use Nixon terms in in a, in a negative way. Uh, no, I've I've sort of realized in occasional episodes I don't give you guys uh, a detailed enough audio explanation of of what I'm seeing and what I'm doing. So I'm trying to. Uh, but again, when I'm playing this, especially first thing in the morning, I mean, like I don't know, you can't expect too much. <laughs> Uh, I'm currently against two airplanes and I've, I can't, I can't say if I've even lost a fight against any of these people and it's really sad. And this is not even a military or pair, like I'm not one of those like, oh, I'd be good in the army. Like, I don't believe that. I just know that these skills come heavily from Halo 3 combat. And I think that that's why I like this so much. Because Halo 3, I mean, I'm a PlayStation person forever. Like I... PS1, I've literally had every all of their consoles. Like, PlayStation owns my gaming conscience. But I had an Xbox 360 in addition to my PS3 uh, when I was in high school solely for Halo 3. And that game was the shit. And it still is. It's it's not like GoldenEye where everyone's like, oh, I'm going to have a retro GoldenEye weekend. Like, go oh, fuck yourself. Nobody's going to want to play that. You're going to start the game. You're going to be like, these graphics suck. The gameplay sucks. This joystick hurts my thumb. I'm not having it. Halo 3 is always fun. Literally always fun. It's just good old-fashioned, like, alien-esque first-person shooting. And the vehicles. You have a Banshee and a Scorpion, and a Banshee is exactly like piloting these things. Pound for pound. They both have a boost function, which you can use satisfyingly to crush people. They both have a very, I don't know, heavy-firing damage weapon. I mean, the... Unfortunately, the X2 Stormwind? I don't know. The the Fortnite jet doesn't have like a bomb. It has a really heavy caliber machine gun, but it's the same uh, damage output to a person on foot as the Banshee's plasma machine gun was. It just lacks the bomb. They're not the same thing. It's not a comparison. I'm just saying it really is fucking... My favorite part of Halo 3 was cruising around smashing people, and that's become my favorite part of Fortnite. So if you're a fan of either of those things, you, you're going to sync up on that. You will see those skills transfer over very easily. It's like if you've ever played, I think, like, Tekken, and then you play Soul Calibur, it's, like, obviously different, but, like, the same fucking... Actually, any fighting game. Any fighting game that, like, you're competent at, a lot of the skills just port over, and it's like, oh, you're good at this? Like, no, I've just played, like, other fighter games, and they're really not all that different from each other, but... Uh, yeah, Fortnite's awesome. It's it's winter out there. Go out, get cold, fight in the mountains, pilot airplanes, have your own crazy hijinks. You can, like, have, like, eight people on your wings or some shit. I don't know. On the poster, it's a lot. I've had two at most, but... It's a party out there, guys. Uh, watch the Avengers. It's going to be out there soon. Trailer, I mean. And uh, not that they ever need it, but I really just do want to give a shout-out to uh, Movie Fights at Movie Fights Live or Screen Junkies, whatever you want to call them, or Fandom, I guess now. 
Um, some of the episodes in this season, I was, you know, n- not bad or anything, but I was just, you know, half and like have on the background kind of thing. But the past like three have just been so stellar and especially the, the return of the, the honest trailer guys. I mean, that was so funny and nobody, nobody scraps like friends, but, uh, they had Mark Andreco, who's just an absolute treat. And, uh, actually one of the few people that I reached out to on Twitter, I hit him up in a tweet and he was like responsive and he was a really cool guy. Uh, you should check out his works. He's a comic book writer and I don't think comedian, I guess it just happens to be he's funny, but, uh, yeah, no, the episodes have been great. I know, uh, <laughs> Jeff was, uh, complaining of quality and I, I've noticed an uptake. So I, I was able to be like, yo guys, your stuff got better, but. Uh, there was one recently where I think Hal Rudnick takes off his shirt and rocks the shirtless blazer look, which I, I thought was great. It made me laugh. But, all right, guys. Uh, there's just so much to do, and unfortunately, I still have to go to work. So, good luck to all of us out there, and I'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs>